Cheers! Oh, that's beautiful. What'd you say, bitch? But yeah, it was good. Damn. You're like, what do you call it? Uh, let me see if I can wrap my mind around it. So we have not started the podcast yet. But could we start right now, if we, or like a, a minute ago, if we wanted to? I think we can just start right now. <sighs> Hello. Hello. Hello, every. Hello, everybody. Uh, yeah, we should clap. One, two, three. That was fucking money. Good. That was a good one. I go above the mic. I, I learned. That. I did that just now, good. right? Couldn't tell. Um, yeah, I did. I went up here because I saw I've my- I've been trying to go out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it feels like you're good. like hugging a tiny never done well. stuffed animal. Yeah. <laughs> good. All right, guys. Coming to you live from the Slop City podcast. It is Tita D-Ball and Rafe Williams well, coming everybody. to you. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. I'm coming to you live from the Slop City Chopper <laughs> with your traffic and weather. <laughs> Rafe Williams today has a total of six RBIs. Everybody give him a hand. Uh, got six R. There it is. Nice job, audience. He's got six RBIs. <laughs> That's what <laughs> Libby said when we were, did you see that episode? Yeah. Where she was handing out RBIs to everyone in her announcer voice. Fucking Brilliant. Handing out RBIs. Yeah, like they're in a war. You get an RBI, and you get an RBI. That's do, literally what we said on there. Do you guys know what RBIs mean? Uh, okay, here, can I can I tell you what I think an RBI means? Sure. Cool. So, and like, I know I'm right. I just don't know the actual um, abbreviation for it, or the uh, what they mean. Okay. Okay, so an RBI is, you get an RBI when you assist a homie in a home run. Um, right? Not in your head, yes, you're right, but all the nomenclature was wrong. <laughs> there Do, are no assists in well, baseball okay, it's and like, it's not a home run unless someone hits a ball over the fence and Sorry, runs all I meant the way a run. Place. Yeah, anytime you get a hit. Anytime you assist and a homie in crosses a- home plate, you get an or run batted in. Means you batted in a run. Yeah, and that's when another point goes on the screen. Yeah, so if you've got eighty-seven runs batted in, that means you got a hit with someone on base. Yeah, and got them across home plate for a, for a run. I got it. So, so yeah, yeah like, technically, yes, you were right. So technically, um, bases are loaded. Don't have to be loaded. Okay, um, <laughs> dude, this is guy could be on first base and you hit a double and he scores from first. Yeah, one RBI. Yeah, that's an RBI. Three people on base, you hit a home run, a grand slam, four RBI. Because exactly. you batted in three people plus yourself. Yep. So it's every person who crosses home plate as a result of you hitting the ball into fair play. Which is literally what improv is. Uh-huh. You, you get an RBI when something hits. Yeah. You get an RBI for like sacrifice flies and bunts also. Like in midsummer when they sacrifice. Yeah. Just like yeah. that. <laughs> um. Okay, so basically it's, yeah, when, you're, when your homie gets... Now coming to the plate to assist his homie in getting a home run. <laughs> hey, is this your first day? <laughs> no, 
No, no, no. It seems like you don't know anything about baseball, man. Like, uh, no, listen, I'm talking about it in uh, one of those. Uh, no, your voice is great. It's that's not it. It's just like you were saying some wild shit out there today. Uh, he's assisting the man at an RBI. It's a very simple concept. Yeah, well, you're making. I, I'm not disagreeing with you that the concept is good. It's just here at the front office, I'm catching a lot of heat for hiring you. You, you said you were. A very experienced color commentator in baseball, and it seems like you barely have a grasp of the rules. <laughs> no, I get it. When they, with, with today, when the Cardinals got six points and won the game, again, with that, I, that I, was I, I hate to stop unbelievably you. Unbelievably cool. I, I, again, I don't mean to interrupt, and I hate to stop you there, but uh, uh-huh. uh, we don't do points in baseball. It's it's definitely runs. Well, I know it's a run, but it's it's still a point. They're technically the same thing. Yeah, so you, that's- you, you literally said uh, that a player had PMS during a pot during the broadcast and you said it was uh, points matched score and we didn't even know what that meant. Yeah, it's like in tennis when you blast somebody out, they get the love. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I know a lot about sports, so I mean, you, got, you guys could take notes for me, you know? Well, I'm just saying. Well, I was taking notes actually and <laughs> Of everything wrong, he said. Yeah, and uh, yeah, you said. Um, hmm, what else? I mean, it all makes sense in my head. And I think I'm speaking to the man out there and the women who don't know the rule, the rules of baseball. So what I'm doing is I'm you're helping, not helping them learn. <laughs> I'm helping them out. I'm here for the people. Again, your attitude really makes me not want to fire you because it's very uplifting. But <laughs> I am having a great time. I mean, they gave me. Four free Diet Dr. Peppers in a row. And I didn't even have to walk into a mobile on the run. Okay. So. Well, you plugged the sponsor. That's good. You know what? Against my better judgment, I'd like to sign you to a nine-year contract. <laughs> oh, God. That that would, if I had to announce baseball, I would literally not know any, I wouldn't know what to do. Yeah, that's how. I couldn't even do it for football. And I love football. I think I could do football. I think I could do baseball. But I, um. Uh... Really? Yeah, I mean, I played both of those all the way up through college. I think I could do a quick brush up. I mean, I don't know the ins and outs. I'm not like Tony Romo, some, but I think yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. know the general rules where I could. I wouldn't be like uh, eighth down. <laughs> There's no eighth down. Well, it's the eighth time. No, no, it's their eighth fourth down. Um, My number eight fell down. Can you at least agree <laughs> with me on that? Yeah, it went from eight to nineteen. I think I could announce figure skating because I've done it. See, I wouldn't be lost. Yeah, for That's sure. That's when I would be like, oh, she did a loop-de-loop. <laughs> You're uh, like, that was pretty cool. <laughs> You'd be like, whoa, her pussy is on full display. She is spinning so quickly. The whole, you just That's how you would announce it. Do we award points by how many times I've seen her buttocks? <laughs> Do we award points, uh, extra points, if there's a uh, mesh lining on her and you can see her skin through the dress? <laughs> This guy's got a flair for the dramatic. <laughs> it's like, is he crying? We were at my uncle's house watching figure skating and judging the male figure skaters' outfits. We're, uh, is that the last time we were Riley. all there? Was I there? Uh, no, it was just me and then oh my, God, my cousin I Riley. I was like, dude, you're really into this. Like, Less about the technical <laughs> yeah. aspect, but just like how like one guy came out dressed like the man in the iron mask and we're like, we're, went all in. And then this American figure skater that was just, you know. He had like a two-tone shirt on, and I'm like, really phoned it in on the costume. hundred percent. Oh, dude. Like, here, hand me that mouse. You've showed me before. The guy? Well, I don't know about the guy. But. I was just going to, like, show you a picture of, like, a good figure skating outfit. We're not watching the video. 
Okay. I, I know exactly. I know exactly what you're talking about too. I forced oh, yeah, Rafe to watch. I mean, probably two hours of figure skating at home one night, and he's just like almost nodding off at the end. I was like, "No, seriously, these guys are good. They're good. <laughs> there are a couple of guys that are up to no good. Started making trouble in my neighborhood." Alexia Gooden. This is a guy that, like, and I think I showed you. He had yeah, that yeah, yeah. cool mask on yeah, there. Yeah, it's him. Yep. It's the man in the iron mask. He danced to the song. Yeah. Yeah, and then look at this but last. Look at, it, look at the, who's the big American figure skater? Um, Asian guy. Nathan Chen. Nathan Chen. Look up his lazy ass costume. Wow. Last. Oh, wow, dude. Cool. I remember this is so cool. We, we you, were roasting this. Boo. Me and you at home. You just got, that looks like we a like, shirt. <laughs> You got it like Spencer's gift. Yes. It's like a shirt you see in an Instagram ad, and then they're like, put your cat's yeah. face on this really cool space shirt. Take the Aurora Borealis everywhere with you. <laughs> but it's not even a cool space shirt. It's literally just like you could buy that at Target for $4, like on clearance. I would rather, if he was gonna, this guy, Nathan Chen, if he was going to wear this outfit during yeah. the Olympics, I would have much rather wanted to have at least one cat in the bottom that looked like it was getting sucked into a black hole. Yeah, it looks like his it's mom. It's like, go all in. Yes. It looks like his mom forgot to buy him a Halloween costume and he wanted to go as a Star Trek character. And this was like all she could find. This one right here. That's got minute. Star Trek vibes. Yeah. Looks like he really likes to wear little tie dye. Oh, I like stars. <laughs> They're like, uh, maybe we could get away. You know, Nathan, I'm thinking maybe we could get away from like the, the galaxy. No, I like stars. <laughs> I know. But the thing is, you're uh, you're doing a dance to an Adam Devine song or not Adam Devine, Adam Levine. <laughs> you know, when they do the artistic ones where there's words to it and you're like, "Ooh, that's edgy. That's what it looks like. His outfits are for. Yeah, she's suddenly beautiful. Yeah, beautiful like a star. <laughs> oh, no, Nate, Nathan. Seriously, man, I really. I'm a star. I'm a star, and I want stars on me. People are not going to take you seriously in the figure skating world. Do you remember what happened to Tanya Harding? I mean, like she had a movie made about her. <laughs> I mean, sounds cool to me. <laughs> Technically, that is true, Nathan, but. I mean, it, it caused a lot of stir. You got to have respect. Uh, figure skating is about elegance. It's about it's about expressing. And stars. <laughs> Nathan, when I told you to reach for the stars, mm -hmm. when I started coaching you when you were six years old, I didn't mean literally grab stars and wear them on your shirt. I mean, your whole being has been moved by this whole Quote I said to you when you were younger. Did you know all just stardust? <laughs> okay, Nate. I mean, Nathan, I, I just, you know, you walk into your room at night. Okay, fine. Get and, me. And, fine. You win. <laughs> I'll get a shirt with planets on it. <laughs> oh, my God. What? They're not stars or planets. I, I know. I just, I'm trying to understand where I went wrong. Why does Nathan Chen talk like a kid? <laughs> right? Like a six-year-old? I don't know why he's six years old in my mind. That's, I wonder he's a when, grown man in a star shirt. I wonder when he started skating. I feel like every Olympic skater starts when they're like six years old. Yeah, you don't hear least. a lot of like, I picked this up at 28. <laughs> Turns out I had a natural proclivity to triple sow cows. Yeah, like the athletes. I was driving over the road for uh, J.B. Hunt. <laughs> 
And uh, I got uh, snowed in one day, so I slapped the skates on, went out on a frozen pond. Turns out that some Russian guy was hanging out. Saw me do a couple of flipty doos, or that's what I called them. I didn't even know what they were called. He called them sow cows or something like that. And then he told me, listen, Lance, you're good. I'm not going to bullshit you. You're a little old for the circuit, but, uh, you know, here I am in the uh, 2024 Olympics. I don't know when. Is that when they're I happening? I think they're going to be, yeah, I think they will be 2024. 2024, going straight to Reno, the Reno Olympics. Yo, I'm going to Reno, Nevada Olympics. Yeah. God. <laughs> Yeah, it, you, you don't. Do we have, have them it. next? Does the um, U.S. have them next? Let's see. The last one I remember in the U.S. was Salt Lake City, which obviously I had the Barbie doll. I thought we were Georgia was supposed to get them. Atlanta, maybe. We'll look at the next Olympics. I'm gonna, but I'm just putting these things in the queue. Queue them up. I'm putting them in the queue. Yeah, I, I would be lost in ice skating, and I did also, side note while you're looking stuff up, I mm -hmm. interviewed for a job with the St. Louis Blues as their on-ice personality, Yeah, and I feel like I really tanked. Because you didn't know, I didn't know anything, anything about, about hockey. hockey. And like, it's already. Did they ask you to do like a test where they. Well, like he's like, how much do you know about hockey? And I was like, oh, you know, I know the Shevetskin and Achkaboyan, and like, it's all these crazy Russian, hard yeah. to pronounce last names. Yeah. You know, I was just honest with him. I was like, I think I could figure out the rules and know. And he's like, how are you with like names and things like that? And he started like showing me the back of people's jerseys. Yeah. And I was just, I had to be just like, oh, uh, Alex uh, Ovechkibokian. Yeah. Right. And then he's like, not even close. You know, I was just so far off on all the Russian last names. They were like, yeah. It's so hard. Like I, It is hard. It is difficult. And I don't know the rules. So I had nothing going for me in that interview. Oh, hell no. Before, um, so last week, Greg, Chelsea's husband, while we were sitting um, at their place on Christmas Eve after my flight got snowed in, Greg comes onto the call wearing no shirt. I'm FaceTiming my mom. And he walks up wearing no shirt. And he's like, okay, uh, what's, what's your mom's name? <laughs> that was a real fart from Rafe. You heard it live. That was nice. a live fart. Live? Dude, that was great. <laughs> Ew. Oh, my microphone stinks, dude. <laughs> no way. Oh, I'm glad you're getting new mics. Holy shit. Well, I'll tell you what. It's worth more now. I cannot believe you just... We've never done that on the podcast. Never had a live fart? Is never that had bad? a live fart. Is that a faux pas? No, it's great. I thought if it's very fitting for this podcast to... Display a live fart oh, halfway no, through was, a Starbucks pumpkin cold cream. That was fucking great. When we did radio, my brother and I, we had a fart mic yes. that we farted into, and it was actually the first chair mic at KFNS. So whoever was the host, Frank Cusimano, uh, Kevin Slayton, whomever, that was our fart mic, dude. Dude, Amazing. the longest Fuck running him. prank. That is fucking. There's like one guy. That's at their a office. fucking bit, dude, right there. That's a good bit. There's one guy on uh, the Kusamano in the morning that just kept getting pink eye and couldn't figure out why because he's had the <laughs> fart mic in his face all day. Oh like, dude, my I've God. had pink eye like 37 times this year. I just can't kick this stuff. Oh, God. I love it. Uh, I love the fart mic idea. That's great. So where are the next Olympics? What was I uh, saying? Oh, we, we're talking way, hockey. We, I know. I just remembered what we were talking about right before. Either way, Greg tried to pronounce my mom's name and could not figure oh, it out. Yeah. He was like, Savet. Savet. 
Svetla. And then he finally got it on the last one. He's like, Svetlana. Well, that's not exactly rocket science. That's not the hardest Russian name. No, 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 not at all. But it's like those names are tough for people. The SV is tough for some people, man. A lot of vowels in Russian last names in weird spots. Oh, yeah. China 2022. Oh, wait. So we already had Winter Olympics this year. 2026. I don't even remember that. The Olympics this year. Italy. I feel like the last couple of years have just flown by, but also been the slowest in the world since 2020, since COVID. Yeah. Did we watch these Winter Olympics? Uh, I feel like, yeah, I, I watched a lot of them. Okay. I mean, this one, he won. That uh, Nathan Chen. Nathan so Chen, we, he did really well. We were making those bits this year about his little space outfits. Yeah, I mean, it all runs together. For sure. Yeah, dude. I mean, his... <clears throat> it's just comparatively not good. Okay, so when you did the hockey thing did they ask you about the rules of hockey or were they just like are you good with names both and i wasn't you know i was like oh yeah i mean i i know punch time when they punch each other and uh (laughs) oh my god i mean i try i knew the basics i was like i mean what do i need to know i don't i don't know what constitutes icing i don't know what offsides in hockey is i don't know how you are offsides in the same way i don't know in soccer i don't know when you're offsides in football yeah, I don't know any of the like little like someone's like, oh, he got called for icing. I'm like, oh, was he eating a cake? What? I was don't know what re- happened. Was he really mean to one of his friends? Oh, he, yeah, he, that's I, what I would think. Yeah, he hasn't talked to uh, <laughs> Ovechkin. Hasn't talked to uh, Ryan Hamilton in uh, three days. He's really icing about. <laughs> that, that's We're gonna what, that's blow what the whistle. I would think. Yeah, I have no idea. I love saying iced out when I'm talking about like someone getting roasted. Or, you know, like not talking to someone. Dude, I haven't had a good track record with the Blues because I I also got hired to do a Car Shield commercial with Ryan O'Reilly, the captain of the St. Louis Blues. And we did like COVID. We did COVID. It was during the season. Was it post Stanley Cup win? I think it was. Yeah, it was post Stanley Cup win. But I got hired to be like in a commercial with him. Yeah, yeah, And I tested positive for COVID. I remember because your call time. Your call time was 8 a.m. that day, and Rafe and I had narrowly escaped getting COVID, dude. Well, I had not. Yeah. I thought I had. Well, that whole year, because it was like January. Was it this year or last year? I can't remember. I don't know. One of the two. But either way, I remember we were like, okay, dude, we're on the come up. And then that wave of COVID happened where everybody you knew was getting it. Yeah, when it was uh, the second. Omicron. 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 I want to sound like a transformer. Yes. Omicron. Yeah. I was like, wait, is there an N? You after can't that? have the all spark Omicron. <laughs> but I remember your call time was 8 a.m. Mm-hmm. And then I look at my phone and I'm getting a call from you at like 8.20 or something. I knew right then. I was like, oh, fuck. Because I was, I think I was at work that day or at home. I can't remember, but. I don't know. Yeah. I, I felt remember like the kid with headlights, dude. Yep. I felt like the head lice kid from like third grade that got just doing the like, you'd hear the peanuts music while I was walking off the set, like, I was like, oh, I was getting ready to do a commercial with the captain of the St. Louis Blues. And instead, everyone 
like the director pulled me aside. He's like, hey, man, uh, hate to do this to you, but you got to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you, uh, you got the vid. <laughs> and I'm like, you sure, man? Because I took a test last night and I was good at home. And he goes, oh, yeah. You're ate up with the vid. <laughs> and I'm just saying, all that right, man. So and he goes, pleasure working with y'all. I'll keep you in mind for future things. And I'm like, that doesn't feel like you will. That feels like I just like caused you're a lying huge, to me. Yeah, I feel like everyone was like mad at me and I was probably internalizing it, but I felt like I threw the whole production in a loop. Oh, and yeah. I mean, I went home, but I'm like, thank God they caught it because... You'd already kissed Ryan O'Reilly on the mouth at that point. Well, I'm. My point is, yeah, we <laughs> fucked, but that was later. After not getting the Blues job, had I also infected the captain of the St. Louis Blues like mid-season, bro? With Pete, Omicron, St. <laughs> Louis would have he, had your ass. Like, what happened to O'Reilly? Like, hey, he did a car shield commercial with some fat comedian, and then he got COVID, and he's out for a month. You'd <laughs> become like Steve Bartman. Yeah. The guy that the from the Cubs man. that like he his hand might have touched the ball or something like that and he ruined like their chance to win the World yeah. Series. That would have been you. Because I remember when COVID first happened in St. Louis, when it before anybody knew that it was like real and happening or mm. whatever in St. Louis, um, one of the first few cases happened at the bar that like I worked at. And dude, these motherfuckers some dude took his daughter to like a father daughter dance yes, when he had to like it. the veiled prophets thing. Oh, it was like even which we've creepier. talked about, which we've talked about in depth on this podcast. He took his daughter to like a veiled prophets event when he knew that she was sick and he was sick or something. And like, dude, all week long at my bar job, people were like, "This motherfucker." <sighs> And that's when I started seeing how everybody. How did that start it, though? What was the, how did they know that he, was the catalyst? They tested positive when they got back from, like, Italy or whatever. And that was when there was, like, a huge outbreak of cases. I'm sure it wasn't, I'm sure it was many people that had it at the time and mm -hmm. no one knew. But he was just, like, the, Our what do you call it? Zero the catalyst mm -hmm. for it. Like, every, wow, that was a good word use on my end, don't you think? I mean, I said it, like, two sentences ago. Oh, you did? Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it was good. Damn. You're like, what do you call it? Uh, let me see if I can wrap my mind around it. I literally said, what made him the catalyst for this? You. Oh my God. You got two sentences away from it. And we're like, I think I'm going to take credit for that. Dude, I just laughed so hard that I felt like I was playing the pass out game. Do you yeah, know what I'm talking I know, about? Oh yeah, I've done that. I've laughed so hard that I'm like, I'm about to keel over. Oh my God. It happens God. more as you age. Welcome to. <laughs> Happy oh, birthday, God. by the way. This is your first post-birthday podcast? Yep. 30th, 30. 30-year-old 30 tuna. Don't Woo! eat it. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, the way... That was the perfect roast, because that's exactly what I... Oh, God. What's the name of that word? Yeah. Like, I'm like a, holding a glass of wine yeah. at a professor's event at Harvard, but I'm not actually a professor. You're like reverse mansplained. <laughs> Me. Got I probably it. had it coming. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, this is my first pod since being 30. Tina's 30, everybody. Clap it up in the comments. Claps in the comments. Tina's 30. You dumb, stupid looking bitch. I, uh, Old ass well, and bitch. it was really fitting because I got home on Christmas Day, mm -hmm. which was my birthday. Um, and Rafe was like falling asleep on the couch. 
and I was in the kitchen trying to like clean some stuff up or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I saw that there was one piece of cake left in this box, like a big sheet cake thing from birthday Costco. Cake. For, yeah, birthday cake. So I grabbed the sheet cake box from Costco. It said Kirkland Signature on it. I knew it was a high quality cake, but there was like barely any left. So I pull that thing out of our pantry little area and the cake drops. The lid's not on. Cake falls everywhere. I call the dogs in and Rafe is still sleeping and snoring at this point on the couch. And I call the dogs and I'm like, all right, start licking it up. You know, (laughs) I fucking I was cleaning up the cake from the off the ground and I slipped on the cake and into the middle splits and like I blew not my pussy out like you would think I'd blow my groin out that's what everybody's been asking me they're like how's your groin I'm like somehow I think I was so relaxed as I was falling but my my foot I was trying to catch the ground so that I just blew my fucking knee out and dude I fell so fucking hard I woke Rafe up you were like what the fuck was that? Yeah, it was very loud. And there's nothing. It's hilarious because there's nothing more apropos than slipping on your 30th birthday cake and blowing your knee out. Yeah. And, and to, to usher yourself birthday. into your 30s. Do you know what I mean? To like, oh, dude. Where stretching becomes a, not a thing you do yes. because you want to. You have to. Yeah. It's like, I want to do one of those like stretch challenges now. Cause I'm like, yeah. man, what happens if next time I fall, I can't get up. <laughs> you just, you were, you crash landed in your thirties. <laughs> I really did. Had a fun party. Yeah. Rafe threw me, you threw me the fucking best party ever. It was so kick ass. Um, cool surprise party. Shout out to the boys of Hamilton band and, and, uh, yep. uh the Hamilton band on the Instagram. Hamilton band. They're very good. Thank you, Randy. They came with uh, Drew Lance and Emily Wallace, some other St. Louis musicians, and played all Tuna, D-Bald, Grateful Dead, good vibe jams for her Zeppelin, party. It was super fun. ABBA, Allison Chains. Yeah, it was awesome. There was fucking Tyler Childers, or as Ronnie Tyler would say, Children. Tyler Children. Tyler Children. He's good, dude. Rafe and Chelsea performed together <clears throat> as Ronnie and Tammy during our shows in Nashville. And uh, Ronnie said, I can't even remember what he said on stage. You were like, yeah, I want to be like that one guy, Tyler Children. I like a lot of country music superstars. I like uh, <laughs> Tobias Keith and Tyler Children and Brooks and Dan. God, I love Brooks and Dan. Brooks and Dan, dude. <laughs> that would be the, what if it just was never Brooks and Don? It was just like, I'm, hey, I'm Brooks. And everyone's like, whoa, that's fucking cool. And then he's like, and I'm Dan. <laughs> he turns around, just looks like the most normal looking guy ever. Yeah. Burning a fucking hamburger on the grill at his kid's birthday party. Yep. Mm. I had a pretty good run. We did Mexico. Yep. Then we did a uh, surprise party, then Nashville. Surprise party and surprised me with... Having my parents fly in from D.C. Yep. for my birthday and my surprise party. So Igor and Svet were chatting it up, dude. Yeah, they were chopping it this, up with your friends. You remember when your mom got me that jacket and she said to you the next day, she was like, "Woo, it was a hit. Yeah. That's what my parents were doing. They were yeah, just yeah. chatting it up. Yeah. Dude, they loved it. Someone asked uh, my dad if he wanted to smoke weed. 
someone asked Igor that. I think it was Bobby who asked him. I would almost guarantee it. That makes sense, right? I would almost guarantee it. Yeah. Yeah. It was definitely. I'm pretty sure it was. I I would be shocked to find out it was anyone else. For sure. Which is hilarious because you know he'd never offer weed to his dad. Never. (laughs) But to mine, he's like, yeah, fuck yeah, dude. They were all like standing in a semicircle outside and it was like golden hour. So I was still trying to like get pictures of all of us and stuff. So I got one with my family, got one with Rafe, got one with a few people or whatever with like the arch in the background at Old Rock House, which, by the way, is a kick ass venue in St. Louis. If you ever go to a show. Yeah. <laughs> Shameless plug. Um, but so we're like getting pictures, whatever. And golden hours done. We get all the pics and I walk outside and I hear my dad just go, whoa, are you guys smoking weed? Reefer? <laughs> and then Bobby was like, yeah, man, you want to hit? <laughs> my dad's like, oh, I've never done that before. Um, I was like, yeah, you definitely don't want to smoke weed for your first time. It'd be funny if Bobby's like, I didn't know it was your dad. <laughs> I'm like, you didn't know the old guy with a Russian accent? You didn't put that together? Yeah, he's like, dude, I had no idea. I didn't know. It was just a guy. <laughs> What's going on? You guys smoking the reefer, American reefer out here? Oh, my God. You want to hit, stranger, who's, I will not use any sort of contextual clues to draw conclusions about? (laughs) And my dad, like, carried around the same blue moon for, like, an hour and a half. It was adorable. They had fun, man. Oh, they had a fucking blast. I loved having him there. Good. It was great. They were fucking hilarious. It was fun times, head by all. We had very fun times with me, my mother Svetlana, my father Igor, my brother Anton, my boyfriend Rafe, and the uh, worst waiter in the entire world at Chris's, the greatest steakhouse yes. in St. Louis. It was very bad. We had such bad waiter, it was honestly embarrassing. Yeah. It, it, which I hate when you like recommend something to someone. And you're like, oh, was come good. on. We, the food was amazing. But it's like when you're doing the vibe and you're telling something. Like that's happened to me a couple times. Yeah. Where I've brought someone somewhere or been like, you got to go to this place. And then they're like, yeah, it wasn't that fun. He was right? just like not. He was a no nonsense, no fun. Yes. Get to the point. Gave very like almost condescending answers to questions. And I will respect that. But if you're going to go that route, you got to fucking crush the meal service. You got to. You got nothing else yes. to lean on. If you're going to be a prick, like I remember your dad asked him like what the house beer was and he almost. No, he, he said, like, I'll have the house beer. It's like, and he, he not like, a thing. There is no house beer. There's the beer list. And I was just like, All Yeah, right. he's like, we have like Anheuser-Busch. I'm like, do you not hear this man has an accent and he doesn't know what yeah. Anheuser-Busch means? I guarantee I call my dad right now. I'm like, yo, what's Anheuser-Busch? He would probably be like, um, I don't know. Some sort of scandal from the 1990 Bush administration. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Well. But yeah, no, that guy fine. didn't. Oh, we had a blast. <clears throat> what? Not that I'm just reminding you. Oh, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. You had a. For sure. We did have a blast. It was fun. Uh, Nashville was fun. Yeah, all the shows with Chelsea and Libby and uh, Greg. Everything was so fun. Met the sweetest boy. Tyler Tyler Booth. Booth, Country music superstar. Be on the lookout for that kid. He's already famous, but like. For real. He's incredible. He's about to level up. That kid's talented. 
so talented, and Tyler is one of the nicest people in the entire world. He really is. I have never met a person as kind and as genuine as him. He's just so sweet. Like, he was, like, sitting back there hanging out with us, and he literally just goes, (sighs) Man, I'm blessed to be back here with y'all. I'll tell you what. (laughs) And he, like. He meant it. It was so genuine, and I mean, him and his dad are just fucking awesome, man. Cool good people. dudes. So yeah, look out for Tyler Booth. We love Tyler Booth. <clears throat> um, Did not get to go to the Chiefs game. No, that got canceled, which in a way, kind of Southwest. Here's what people aren't talking about, though. Mm-hmm. Southwest has gotten, a, this has happened with Southwest like three times now. This isn't a new, this isn't just a weather yeah. holiday thing. They got us last year. They canceled our flight mid-flight coming yeah. home from Fresno. Yeah. We had to drive home from Denver. They wouldn't give us our luggage. Took four or five days to get our luggage. Oh, God. It was infuriating. <clears throat> then they had another big round of cancellations in between then and now. Mm-hmm. Something's going on. Oh, dude. I saw this article this morning that was like, Buttigieg warns Southwest they're going to be investigated. And then it had a photo of like cute little Pete Buttigieg like mm-hmm. in his little Department of Transportation picture. I think that's what he does. Here comes Buttigieg. Here comes <laughs> Buttigieg right down Buttigieg Lane. But it was just, <laughs> it was such a funny article headline, dude. <laughs> I guess he's so little. I see him like dressed like Elf on the Shelf. He's like, here comes Buttigieg. Here comes Buttigieg yes. right down Buttigieg Lane. He's got a checklist and a clipboard checking out your plane. <laughs> He's, yeah, so he's, people are really, I think this is what people are talking about now. Because I saw like four article headlines that are like, wait a second, two thirds of the flights canceled were all Southwest. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it was more. Yeah. Was oh, like, really? It was a lot. That was like 80% or something. I think United had like 150 canceled Someone flights. told me that they operate on, all the other airlines operate on, this is so boring for a podcast, but. No, it's I'll not. I'll make it quick. They operate on like a hub and spoke. So it's like uh, if there's a Chicago hub, all the planes fly out of Chicago, back to Chicago, out of Chicago, back to Chicago. Okay. So if Chicago goes down, they only lose the Chicago hub. Southwest flies, all the planes go everywhere. Okay. Yeah. So once one gets behind, they're fucked for the whole day. So if when nine planes get grounded, there's it just start it starts a domino effect that they can't control. It's like an irresponsible way to. For sure. To plan your flights, because then they can't staff it either. They got people like they don't have. They got pilots going over their flight time because they don't have a hub where pilots live. Or they're like, all right, these are our Chicago pilots. These are our Denver pilots. These are wherever the hubs are. That's the way it was explained to me. I don't know if that's true or false. Or yeah, I mean, I feel like it's happened enough now too, where it's like even if you've just flown, even if you just fly, fired right, hundred percent, dude. Someone's getting fucking iced. Yeah, they're so getting freaking, icing. Yep. Or icing the CEO of Southwest. Wonder who it is. Yeah, dude. They're about to get freaking sizzled. There's no way. People are pissed. And it's like, even it's if you Bono. only fly once a <laughs> it's Bono. Bono from U2 hey, is the CEO of Southwest. Get that your seems music weird. off my get your music off my iPhone. All is quiet <laughs> on our runway. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we didn't get to go to the Chiefs game, but mm-hmm. whatever. Still had a good holiday weekend, uh, ate some food, made Russian food that Rafe had no part in eating. No, I didn't. Because he hates it. It is disgusting, dude. 
But yeah, now it's just like chill time for us until we, till I go back on tour in two and a half months. Well, we're both headlining shows that will have already happened by the time this airs, but that's pretty cool. That is very cool. That's big people shit. We're doing back-to-back shows. I know. Two RBIs this week batted in by Ray Fentina. Yep. <laughs> All right, everybody. Let's give a round of applause for comedians Rafe Williams and Tina D-Ball. They're going to be doing a few RBIs this week, doing two shows, and they are going to each have at least three comedians on them. So that's technically three RBIs for each of them. Everybody give it a round of applause. They're getting an RBI. RBI for you. God, I love the announcer voice more than anything in the world. It's just so fun. When I was watching the Chiefs game on Saturday... On Christmas Eve, I was doing the RB or the announcer voice. Yeah. Doing the RBI voice, yeah, to myself. And it was nice. But now we're back home. Today I decided to go uh, bathe the dogs by myself, and that was Travesty. The biggest mistake I've ever made in my entire life. Okay. <clears throat> Rafe had shit to do today. So I was like, but it, but the dogs needed a bath so bad. And we got this fucking new shower that doesn't have like one of those pull off shower heads. Mm-mm. So I can't bathe them in there. There's just no way. And it's not a tub anymore. Cause once they blew out the fucking hole in my, uh, bathroom. Stand up shower. That was a, the point right there was to put that picture in. Cause Randy, I just realized I've talked about that hole in the bathroom so many times and still have never posted a picture of the remodeled thing so i definitely need to do that so you can see where rafey and i were just fucking rolling our goddamn ankles in Mm. forever but yeah so basically i can't wash the dogs in the tub anymore so i was like okay you know what i'm gonna go to this nice little bougie pet shop called four muddy paws great place super cute adorable and uh, I don't know what made me think that I would be able to handle an 80-pound and a 30-pound dog at the same time getting a bath. They don't like baths. No. And I just went in there like, I was like, yeah, <laughs> I got this. And I was legitimately feeling confident when I walked in. Yeah. So, But I'm like, where am I going to put them? Like, it's kind of this like open door spot or whatever. I hook Bo up, let him chill for a minute. <laughs> And I mean, this was he howling? Yes, he was literally like, "Oh, they." He acts like you are. He's on death row. He acts like he is getting the lethal injection when you put him, clip him to like a bath. He's like, "I'm saying it's not even. It's inhuman. Once it should be inhuman. He's a dog, but yes, it's in dog." It's so sad in a way, though. But then they were like mad because they were hooked on because I had to have Bo hooked up to the thing mm-hmm. in one little bed or in one little stall right over can't here. Double up. No, can't double up. I mean, right. I guess you probably could, but it's like I, I didn't because I'm like, I can't handle all that. No sign up says no doubling up. Yeah, it says no doubling up. No dog eating. No double dog. No, Darren. no dates allowed in <laughs> cages. Okay. Or not cages, the little stall. But so I'm washing Simba and Bo is losing his fucking mind, dude. Mm -hmm. He fucking hates it. Simba fucking hates it. And you can't have like their collars on. You got to hook them up to this little thing while you're on there. I'm getting fucking soaked. Both dogs are shaking. And Bo, I mean, then they get mad that they're in there. So any dog that or any dog or person or whatever that walked by the windows of this place 
Bo and Simba were barking at. And I mean, it was just a fucking nightmare. I literally walked out of there soaked head to toe. Yeah. I had to take them on a walk to like decompress. <sighs> Gave them some treats. It was but a mistake. It was, it was a mistake. I will never do it again. And I was like visibly sweating too when I walked out. Had actual sweat beads on my face. And I felt like the people there fucking hated me. Like they're like, dude, this fucking lady. They were like, pretty tough, huh? And I was like, oh yeah, I'll never fucking do that again. I thought that place would help you though. No, not one person helped me. I feel like they have the option to be like, hey, can an employee, you can pay them to do it. Oh. They have self-washing and then they can also have an employee do it for you. Holy shit. I so did not know that. probably could have done one and had an employee do the other if you would have asked for help. Well, that would have, that would have been really nice. I should have done that. Mm-hmm. And I did not. But well, yeah, I, I um, got soaked and then I went to PetSmart <clears throat> and- I was like, brought the dogs in there because I had to go to get dog food, get treats, all this bullshit. And I'm like carrying a 36 pound thing of dog food, holding two dogs. And I said to the lady at the front, I'm like, as I'm checking out, I was like, dude, I should have gotten a cart. And this dad who had like a three year old on his shoulders was going to grab a cart. And I guess he heard me because this motherfucker brought me a cart right after that. Mm-hmm. It was so nice. The women at the cash register, like the bagger and the other one there, they were both so nice. They were like, oh, my God, that is just so nice. They go, you know, there really are still good people out there. They were these. This is just a really nice day. And it, I mean, it was nice. I said thanks to the dude. I'm like, hell yeah, man. I don't have to go like try to navigate getting a cart with two big ass fucking dogs. And then listen to this. This is how my charisma got me going at that place. The lady gave me two free dog uh, rawhide things. Wow. She goes, I hope you have a better day, you know, because I'm like still soaking (laughs) from washing them. They were like, where'd you guys just come from? I'm like, oh, the bath. So, yeah, had a pretty uh, nice little day. Got a couple little gifts. Got two free rawhide charisma, huh? Yeah. Two free, two free rawhides. You got to work towards, do you want two free rawhide charisma? (laughs) Take my course. (laughs) Nine easy lessons. Oh my God. I thought it was really Your dogs could be dining on pig ears. (laughs) And they're like braided and cute, but this is what she did. She just like ripped the tag off of both of them and put them in the bag. She goes, that's for both of them when they get home. Hopefully they have a better day and you too. I was like, oh, okay, Karen. And you were like, uh, the little one has no teeth. He yeah. Can't, he couldn't eat a rawhide if he wanted to. I know. I was like, maybe I should just boil this up and Rafe and I can eat it for dinner tonight. I gave Bo a <laughs> cinnamon pretzel. Uh, what are the, what's the brand? They're good. Dots. Dots cinnamon pretzel. So it was about this big. He has no teeth. So he tried to swallow it whole and he choked and I had to flip him over. And literally break the pretzel inside his trachea. Oh, I my. I could feel it be like, <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> instead of spitting it up, he just swallowed the two pieces or however many pieces. He's a psycho, dude. When the fuck did that happen? You didn't tell me about this. Yeah, I told you. I said I had to perform CPR on Bo like, to get him just so he didn't choke on the pretzel. I was like, he can't give him those dentist stick things. He'll die from it. Because he doesn't have... He's so food motivated. Yes. He's such a little hog boy that he's yeah. just like, I'll, I'll die. I'd rather die than not eat something. <laughs> oh, my God. Which 
I can kind of relate to. It's like an alcoholic struggles. that yeah, gets yeah, told yeah. they're like, listen, man, you your stop. liver is shutting yeah. down. <laughs> exactly. You have you have literally yeah. six months I to sat live, him my down man. And I was like, listen, little man, I love you, but you got no teeth, man. We pulled all your teeth. They were rotten to the core. You got one. You got two little ones in the front that stick out that aren't good for chewing. And you got like one, you got like two molars on opposite sides. Like we, we got to wet your food down. Oh God. You can't be grabbing these big greeny treats and you're going to die. And he's just like, don't care. He does not give a fuck. And you know what's weird is I just watched a CPR video of how to get a ball out of a dog's throat. Did you just randomly like a week ago, it showed up in my feed because I didn't know what to do because he was legit choking. I told you we literally talked about all of this on an episode of the podcast, me and Libby, because Millie choked. So we did a wiki how thing on how to help a dog you not flip choke. Them over and you like massage the ball out of their trachea. I just did that. I But I just smashed the pretzel in there. So I need to know what a trachea is. Is that in your throat? It's, just before it's I start. Windpipe. OK, got it. Windpipe. It's a trick you. Got it, got it. I can't fucking believe that. Yeah, Millie choked on something, and Beth had to shove her whole fucking hand in Millie's throat to pull out what she was choking on. Oh. She was oh. choking to the point where it was like the silence. Like, she was just like... That's what Bo was doing. He's going... Uh, 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 and still trying to swallow it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, dude, Bo doesn't give a He's fuck. He's psycho, man. You tell Bo, like, hey, listen, you are going to lose your family, your mom, Tina, your dad, Rafe, your brother, you slash boyfriend, Simba, if you don't stop this man. And he's like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> They're yeah. like, you got to go court-ordered rehab. He doesn't give a If he was a, a gambler and you're like, you're going to lose everything, you don't just, you got to take your money. And walk away. You just see a little paw pushing a big pile of chips onto the black of roulette. He'd be like, let it ride. Yeah, a paw with a cigarette in it. Yeah. It's a little tiny paw holding a lit cigarette. Yeah, and it'd be like a Capri cigarette. It'd be a skinny one. Yeah. He'd smoke a long skinny one. <laughs> he would smoke a long skinny one. He'd smoke a Misty for sure, mm. Bo would. And Simba would smoke like Camel Number Nines, like something so no, stupid. I think Simba would smoke cloves. Everybody'd be like, you're not cool, man. <laughs> But I'm smoking cloves. Yeah, man, we get it. You're Simba. not cool. To say Al Capone on the box. Okay, like, man. Yeah, no. we know, man. You went to a cigar shop. Congratulations. Good job, buddy. They had a walk-in humidor. Okay, man. Uh, You'd be wearing a fedora, smoking a clove. Oh, yeah. For sure. Wearing a fedora and then just like a ratty t-shirt. Yeah, and <laughs> with a vest over it. Yeah. Buttoned up. Just the vest. Ugh. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's just, I don't, that's one thing that I truly don't understand, though, is, like, the gambling stuff. How people can actually just be like, that's it, man. I'm putting it all in. Take I mean, my house. Uh, I don't it is a, a dopamine hit, just like anything else. It's. I don't, I get gambler's remorse. That me, we both but some do. people don't. But you did heroin and I was a raging alcoholic, so it's like. Yeah, I, I guess just we do addict. understand it in a way. So it's like, you know. Whatever's like tickling your dopamine, it's hard to kick that shit. It's just, dude, literally, I spent like, I think 400 bucks when we were in Vegas and I felt so fucking guilty the whole time. Really? Yeah. If I'm playing with house money, I turn into a different person. If I'm like, oh, I just, 
Yeah. You know, I made a couple hands. I'm up a couple hundred bucks. I'll start betting big. And But once I get back to my baseline, I'm out. Yeah. I mean, when but my, got that- uh, my brother, he's a gambler. He loves it. He's a gambler. My uncle lost marriages over it. A I couple. know. It's just crazy to me. Like the kind of shit that I'm like, wow, that's nuts, man. He would go like, uh, not even to like the casinos. That's how you know it's just like, he had a very lucrative factory job for where we lived. I mean, he probably made, with overtime, he probably made fifty to 70000 a year. Good living where I'm from. Yeah. And he would get paid every two weeks and he'd take his paycheck and he'd go to a bar and he'd play the little those bars that would do payouts. Yes, and he'd play the, the Kino. Not even Kino. It was just like a poker machine at the end of the bar. You just put money in and you oh, play wow. po- poker hands. And he'd literally gamble. And one afternoon, he'd sit in there and put his two weeks pay. Gone. Dude, there's and no. Because he used to have to come. I remember he used to come to my mom and be like, man, I got to. Can you loan me a few hundred bucks just so I can. He would hide it from his wife. Got away with it a few times because then he'd like. Get paid. He'd move some money around, you know, Whew. let the heat cool down. But then two two paychecks later, he'd go do it again. Dude, that's some fucking heavy shit. Yeah. I feel like gambling like that is more scary in a way than like being like a booze hound or something. I mean, I know that it's not technically bad for your health, but it's like. Dude, there's people that get killed over that shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, and you also, like, you're gambling with your, you could lose your children and wife's or oh, husband's yeah. home, and it's like. Yeah, it's like, what if you can't. I guess you could do that, that with, like, you could, same thing, if you booze a job yeah. away or something like that. But, I mean, you could literally, like, blow a kid's, you know, I don't know. I don't know. It's that dopamine, dude. Try Everybody's chasing dopamine. it. Everybody's chasing it. Everybody's chasing. I hope it. this is your dopamine because guess what? Hundred percent harmless dopamine. Slop City Podcast. Hundred percent harmless dopamine. This coffee, it's just. I'm a coffee fiend. I'm a caffeine addict. For sure, I have, and I have no intention of ever stopping. I don't want to. Yeah. Well, I just. I might change. You're in your thirties now. No, not yet. Start. I mean, I guess that is true. A lot of old people drink decaf because I feel like they're just like. I just can't handle it. I can't just can't it. handle it. I mean, I probably anymore. shouldn't. My heart's probably like talk about gambling. Whew. I gamble with bacon and coffee quite a bit. You're gambling with fucking pre workout every morning. True, true. Insane labs, brother. Insane labs, or as I like to call it, tough man's coffee. Dude, Rafe, wealthy man's coffee. Rafe loves drinking pre workout in the morning. And especially when it's like, yeah, it's just like a jolt. Sometimes I don't feel like drinking a cup of hot coffee and I'll just put like half a scoop of pre-workout and I'll just get it all in. It's like down in half a pot of coffee and I'm just like, yeah, it's bad for me. Look, I'm going to be honest. It's bad for me. It, I It's called psychotic and I'm a little embarrassed to say that out loud and it's made by a manufacturer called Insane Labs, and they spell labs with a Z. Uh, and the picture of the psychotic pre-workout has a picture of a psychotic clown with sharp teeth. And uh, I really like watermelon. It's very tasteful, tasty. <laughs> Dude, this is what... Christmas edition, Santa's blood. Look yeah, at that's this. what I put in my body. And you know what? 
That has not been approved by the FDA, guys. Energy, focus, endurance, psycho. There's a psycho. <laughs> it looks like the insane clown posse. It looks like the it slash insane clown posse. Yeah, it does. It Sega's looks like insane blood. clown posse endorses this product. Dude, this. And I just blindly put this in my body. Yep. Once a day. I like that they use psycho as a thing that it'll give you. Like that's one of their. What's that commercial that Libby was saying the other day where she's like, and we've done it on the podcast too, Randy, where it's like tether psoriasis. Uh <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? What's Insane the commercial labs. there? <laughs> Tether, psoriasis, corn calluses. I can't. I Dude, does that shit work? It looks fucking wicked. The psychotic? Yeah. Oh, it'll blow your doors and your asshole <laughs> wide open, dude. I cannot I chug even it, take I any. I take the, a morning dump to just clear <laughs> out. It's fucked up, it's man. Like, dude, it's like when Popeye ate his spinach, uh, you know, where he's like, and like I go, if you looked inside my forearms, there's like little locomotions going. And then For real, dude. I just go and take a big poop, and then I write. Like I'm a, like a man possessed. I write comedy huh. in the morning and I'm just like, it doesn't all make sense, but there's pen going to paper and it's moving quick. Randy, would you ever try, try this? It. Yeah, actually, I might have to give that a shot. It is. Yeah, I could use some energy, man. I'll bring you some. It'll knock your doors <laughs> oh, off. Start man. with half a scoop, dude, or you're going to feel like you need to go to the hospital. Dude, I have literally done okay. a, a full scoop and just I felt ill. I mean, my body was pumping. It was like I couldn't handle it. It literally felt like I was in that movie Crank. And <laughs> it I looks was like it a crank, yeah. I mean, they're not hiding what they are. They're not sneaking it in the back door. It's kind of, it's on the front porch, dude. That welcome mat is like, come in here if you're not a pussy. <laughs> Dude, I love speed, man. So, yeah. Well, you love this. Oh, if you love speed. This is like my over-the-counter speed that I don't feel guilty about taking. Randy, I'm not joking you. It literally feels like you're taking Adderall or like you did a line of Coke. I am not joking. I don't like Adderall. I do. I love this shit. Oh, you do? I don't take it. Yeah, I don't do any drugs. I I didn't like it. That made me feel too, like, weird. Whenever I, you know, long time ago in college, I'd like take it to write a paper and I'm like, this isn't making me feel better. This makes me feel worse. Oh, psychotic. If you're looking for a sponsorship, dude, am I fit? No. But do I use the fuck out of your product? You're goddamn right. I do. Holy shit. That's the insane labs here at insane labs with a Z. (laughs) We've come up with a proprietary compound that'll blow your tits right off. (laughs) I'm tell- I should just make a fake commercial for them. You should. You should have a bunch of clowns make- like with beakers in the background. Oh, like, like who are their scientists? Just cl- clowns in lab coats. Yeah. And they have like a with sharp teeth. They have a break like every 30 minutes where they play system of a down and like all just lose their goddamn minds. <laughs> and like, that's how it gets so crazy because they're up, just shaking up, the beaker with the sickness. Get up, get up, get up. They sing. One That's, of these guys is using a Bunsen burner. There's an assembly line where they take a can, they take everyone takes a can <laughs> of the powder and they just sing that song into it. Get up, get up, get down with the sickness. Get up, get up, get down with the sickness. Dude, this shit is. And they put the lid on up. real fast, and it's like when I open it up, and she could, you can almost hear it. <laughs> you open the, <laughs> pop the seal, and it's like get down with the sickness. <laughs> I fucking hate you. And I'm like, you do a scoop and you're just, man, you're ready to fight the world, dude. Dude, this, I'm I'll telling bring you, you some. 
It's I'll bring wild. you some, and I want to. I'll make you take it before we do the podcast. About halfway uh. through, and we'll see how Randy's like. <laughs> Let's. Randy's like doing switches, and he's like, "Hey, I want to talk a little more today than normal." That is a really good idea. Oh my! You God. know what? I kind of want to get in on this conversation a little bit. It's <laughs> like, whoa, dude! Randy is off the rails, bro. I'm not fucking kidding you. We are literally doing an episode where all three of us are going to sit down, do an episode of Slop City. And at the very beginning, we're all going to take one full scoop of psychotic. And we're going to see what happens. You guys should not take a full happens. scoop. It won't affect me. It'll affect you two. I know. That's why. But every we'll get to all watch. Hey, we're doing the same amount. But it's like, you know, it's something over the counter. So it's not like we're like. It is a dietary supplement. Not approved by, <laughs> not the, approved FDA. by the FDA. I'll start with half, man. I might want. I would to go try. half because you guys are going to get zooted advance. the fuck out. And it does say that when you open up the can, it says, Warning. "Please." <laughs> and it, do you know what font they use for everything on this one? I mean, if you can see it, you know what it is. It's Impact. Yeah. They use Impact for every single thing on the psychotic well, label. It's going to have an impact on you. Oh, it's going to fucking yeah. So, the, Randy, we are one hundred percent doing that. You better get to. I, it's fine. Absolutely. Um. Absolutely. Yeah. Randy's back on Dude, the psychotic. Randy, Randy's gonna turn like red and be. It's gonna be so fun. We're gonna be zooted out of our mind. Maybe we'll all start exploring each other's bodies. That was the thing I stuff. liked about this one. It does not <laughs> flu- doesn't cause flushing. Some of them have so much niacin. That you take them and then your skin, it feels like you're sunburned for like, I can't, I hate that feeling. Dude, I feel all of those things when I take uh, psychotic. I mean, your skin will burn, but you won't see I'm it. I'm like, go, 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 go. Like, I can hear my heart. I'm not fucking joking. Dude, I'm ready to fuck something up just looking at that label, man. telling you, dude. do some shit. I'm ready. Yeah, man. It'll get you. I'm telling you, brother. I'll wake up in the morning and just, I'll walk straight to the kitchen and be like, funk. Fill up my shaker, shake it up, sit down. Oh, he's like About 15 asleep. minutes. I'm like half asleep and I just start <laughs> hit my psychotic dude. And it's like, oh, it's crazy. <laughs> and then it's just like, I, well, do you know what it starts with? I'm like, I should write a movie, dude, right now. I'm going to write a movie today. And then I'm just like, you know, this is how it's not I a hard know. crash, but there's a crash. This is how I know that your psychotic starts kicking in in the morning. He'll be laying on the couch, like kind of half asleep, sideways, whatever. And then the way that I know that it's really starting, (laughs) (laughs) the way that I know it's really starting to fucking pump through your veins is you'll kind of just all of a sudden be like, all right, time to poop. (laughs) You'll say something like that. He'll literally be like, he'll be like, ooh, Dumpies forming or something weird like that. There's a round in the tube. (laughs) He'll say some (laughs) weird military slash like. I got a round moving into the chamber. (laughs) I need you to clear, clear the range, clear the range. We had a round live round in the chamber. (laughs) And (laughs) he like runs to the bathroom. I hear his feet running against the floor, like ready to go to the bathroom. That's how I know. Oh, clear you out. Oh, it definitely. I mean, that's just a caffeine. I feel like all caffeine does that. Yeah, that's great. Well, hell yeah. I'm excited for uh, to do that shot. episode. That is This episode zany. brought to you by Insane Labs. Yeah. Whew. All right, boo. Well, thank you for doing the podcast with me today. Oh, and we're done? Yeah, we're done. All right, cool. We did an hour. 
Randy gave us the light. That's all I am contractually. Do you have any, uh, that's all you're what? Contractually obligated to do. <laughs> Obliged. Obl- obligated. I love it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, do you have anything that you would like to share with the class that you'd like to l- let any slop citizens know? Plugs? Yeah. We're talking plugs? Uh, we're any- going to be in Cincinnati January 13th. Who? You and me. Oh, we are? You're supposed to go with me. The Don't Tell. We're supposed to close out a Don't Tell comedy show in Cincinnati. Fuck. No? No, I just uh, forgot, and I didn't write it into my new planner. No, you don't have to go, but technically, I will be there for sure, because I am contractually obligated. You are supposed to also go with me. Yeah, Rafe signed a deal. Okay, uh, yeah, so no matter what, you're going to see Rafe Williams in uh, Cincinnati, Ohio. Baby, if you ever wondered... Wondered whatever became of me. <laughs> I'm doing a don't tell show in Cincinnati. Cincinnati WKIP. You should that's love a, that show, dude. That's how I, you know what? That's how I know that your, your psychotic's pumping through you in the morning. Singing. Rafe will start singing. Once he, once Rafe's singing in the morning, he is ready <laughs> yeah. to kick that day off. Bring dude. it on. He's like, Oh, yeah, walking to the bathroom, gonna shit my pants. Like, <laughs> make up these little songs, start walking. That's how I know he is moving and well, grooving. You gotta, get, you gotta ease into the muse of comedy. You gotta start with with music. Mm-hmm. A more a more accessible... Tool. More accessible muse. Yeah. And then you gotta work your way up. Mm. But I will start. I, that's probably true. I bet I start humming a little tune. Oh, it yeah. is. It's it's like it start they whisp they sing songs into the fucking pre workout, dude, and it gets in your veins. Oh my god, I can't wait to see Randy take it. Um, all right, so yeah, January thirteenth, go to Cincinnati to see Rafe Williams for sure. And maybe me. I think I might have accidentally put myself on the schedule at my restaurant job. So no RBIs for me. No <laughs> RBIs. All right, everybody. That was uh, today's episode of Slop City Podcast. Coming to you live, and we will be ending the podcast now. Thank you so much for Rafe Williams. This podcast can't be reproduced, transmitted, or played without written permission consent from Slop City Podcast or Slop City Industries, LLC. Yeah. Love ya. You gotta say and cut. And cut. Is that a Libby? That's a Libby thing. Okay. And she always says it, and Randy plays the same sequence of farts. <laughs> Commencing fart sequence in five, four. Hey Siri, start the fart sequence. All right, love ya. My lips are so chap. Chappies. I look bad. Crunch! <laughs>